Welcome back to Box of Cameras. This is Matt. Thanks again so much for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. Um, it's all about uh, connecting with other people, listening to what they have to say, explaining the things that I know, sharing what I know, and uh, just enjoying taking photographs. So, I think you know what's coming next. It's Polaroid Week. Now, that first little noise that we heard was the photograph being ejected from a Polaroid Spectra, one of the great uh, Polaroid instant cameras made in the late 80s, early 90s. And uh, we're going to talk about that one. That's what's up for today. We're going to talk about um, Impossible Project, Polaroid Originals, and these Polaroid cameras, and all kinds of fun stuff. First off, I just wanted to uh, give a shout out to Mike Gutterman at Negative Positives Podcast. Gave me a little, um, had a little discussion about my thoughts on removing Remjet from film. I appreciate him uh, sending anybody this way. And anybody who ever uh, wants to use that kind of film, has any questions on it, let me know. Again, thanks Mike for uh, sending people my way. Um, next thing, what's going on? Well, let's see. It's been a nice, quiet week. Sun is out. It's actually decent temperatures, which is kind of nice for us. It's actually spring. You know, last week there was snow on the ground. I'm assuming next week or in a week and a half it will be summer and it'll be 90 degrees and humid again. That's pretty much Iowa. You know, you enjoy spring when you get it. Um, anything else? Well, not really. Just hanging out with my buddies, hanging out with my wife, enjoying uh, good times and good friends. So, let's move on to this camera. Okay, let's talk about the Polaroid Spectra. Well, the Spectra really is like any other Polaroid uh, uh, camera that uses what they call in integral film or integral film. And that's the, the film that comes with uh, the developer inside each little photograph, each each square as, I don't know what you call them, but each individual picture. And when you take a picture, it pushes, you know, after, after it exposes it, it pushes it through these two little rollers on the end of the camera, which is what you heard. And it spreads the developer over the image to give you, uh, to get it to work. And then after you sit a while, you, you look at the picture and lo and behold, it, it's all developed and everything. Uh, it's called integral film. Polaroid, you know, for some people, Polaroid uses, used to use pack film in some of their other cameras. And that was the kind of film that uh, had a, a layer and you cracked it apart and you peeled it apart. And the, the chemistry was in one side and it exposed and developed onto the paper, which was on the other side. I'm not going to go into all the details because, quite frankly, I don't know the details. Um, pack film is gone. Fuji was the last company that made it. They discontinued it a few years back. People, it's not coming back. Um, there's rumors of people trying to bring it back and everybody wants it to come back, but it's not coming back. Too difficult to manufacture. If uh, if it was an easy process that could be done affordably, we would have pack film right now. We just don't. We won't. 
But in Integral Film, this film is alive. From what I understand, it seems like it's probably doing well. Um, a few years back, Polaroid, when they went under, I guess this would be about 10 years ago, 2008, was when they stopped manufacturing the film for the Polaroid Spectre. That's when Polaroid originally discontinued use of this film. It's not the same as what would go into One Step or some of those other cameras, and we'll talk about that later. But Polaroid discontinued the film, and then shortly thereafter, they went out of business. And I'm guessing here, I think that was five or six years ago. And right before they went out of business, um, some people got wind of it and they tried to save the company. And they ended up buying a lot of the manufacturing, the chemistry and things like that. And were able to start manufacturing the film again. Of course, they didn't have everything exactly right. And because people told them, hey man, this is, this is never going to work. They named their uh, company The Impossible Project. And lo and behold, it kind of worked. Not great. Um, I tried some of the Impossible Project film. It was expensive. Um, the results really weren't anything close to what the original film used to be. The Polaroid film. You know, if you, if you snapped a photograph with the original Polaroid film, the colors were always bright. And it would develop within about a minute, minute and a half. And with the Impossible film, the colors are, well, who knows little muddy, little muddled, and it probably takes seven, eight, nine, maybe ten minutes for some of the photographs to develop fully. So they're very different. They are not the same. The Polaroid Originals or Impossible Project film is not the same. Um, it became called Polaroid Originals because the company that, be, that started as Impossible Project um, just a year or two ago purchased all the old Polaroid rights, image rights, name rights. I don't know that they really purchased much more than that, but they did uh, get the rights to be able to call themselves Polaroid. And so they renamed their company from Impossible Project to Polaroid Originals, rebranded everything, and have been selling Polaroid Originals film. And... I don't know if it's any better than Impossible Project. It seems to be at this point. My experience has been with the um, Polaroid Originals film is that I, I prefer the black and white over the color. I think the, uh, the color is a little flat, never really pops. It, it seems to, I, I just can never get the color to really hit the way that I like it. Um, I realize a lot of that is my personal preference, but the color just doesn't ever seem right. It almost seems like an exposed photograph, or excuse me, an expired film photograph. Uh, now, I love expired film. It's mostly what I shoot. I enjoy the heck out of it. But for some reason, when I do it on a Polaroid, I, I just kind of want it to not look like that. Now, I couldn't accept a Polaroid looking like a Polaroid with maybe a little bit of that flash that comes on there, darkened backgrounds, things like that. That's fine. I don't really have a problem with that. It's just the color just doesn't seem, just doesn't grab me. The flip side, though, is the black and white. And, man, I really like the black and white uh, Polaroid Originals film. Um, it's got this color. Pretty incredible. What did I say? Color? No, I mean the black and white. Um, the images are pretty incredible. 
um, very much the, the black and white. The whites are not bright white. They're almost a, um, a cream off-white, but the, they, they just combine with the, the black and white to just produce some really fundamental, fundamentally wonderful photographs. I just really enjoy the uh, black and white film, and I anticipate that uh, going forward, as I burn through the rest of my color stock, I'll just use black and white from here on out. Uh, but that's it on Polaroid Originals. Again, um, I, hey, they're, they're great. It's the only thing you got for using Polaroid. It's not Instax. Instax is not Polaroid. Instax doesn't make film that goes in Polaroids. They're not the same. I hear people call them the same, but they're not. Um, nice film. It's the only film for using in your old Polaroid cameras, and I would urge everybody to go out there and buy some. Try it and see what you like. If you like the color, buy it. If you're like me and you like the black and white, go with that. But either way, you know, these cameras are just sitting on shelves. Many of them still work. Some of them don't, and then we're going to talk about that next. But um, there's no reason not to be out there shooting uh, Polaroid cameras with the Polaroid Originals film. On to the next segment. All right, let's talk about the, about the Polaroid Spectra camera. This is different than the camera that most people are familiar with. Um, that would be the, the square, one touch, one step. Um, you know, that uh, camera, the iconic one that Instagram copied their, their icon for originally with uh, the cream color, with the color stripes running down the middle. Um, that's that's the standard one. The other one that most people are familiar with and is a very desirable camera is the SX-70. Um, that was a pretty iconic camera uh, from its introduction back in the 70s and into the early 80s. Just fantastic camera. Uh, the one-steps were pretty straightforward. They used uh, one-step film, which was uh, made specifically for that particular camera. And... Um, Polaroid Originals manufactures film for those. Um, they also manufacture a specific film for the SX-70. So if you have one of those, hey, buy some film and use it. If um, you're into Spectras like me, well, guess what? We've got film too. Now then, let's talk about the Spectra. The Spectra is different in that the format of the film is is different than the square format. It it produces um, a wider photograph. Um, you know, most of the uh, the original or these these Polaroid um, uh, SX70 and one steps they produce a square format picture with a wide strip on the bottom. That's where the chemicals are that get pressed out. Um, that image for those is about the image size itself not counting the border is about three inches by three inches and for the spectra again the image size not counting the borders is about three and a half inches wide by 2.9 or three inches tall so it's a little bit wider kind of closer to say like a 645 format on film um, you know, but that, that's still a decent sized picture. And the whole point is that it being that size, you, you format things a little bit differently. It's not the square formatting where, you know, you, you use some of those rules. 
you can use it like regular film and you know like you would a rectangular film and compose that way um, the other thing about all of these old Polaroid cameras not the new ones because since Polaroid originals rebranded themselves they now manufacture some some of their own cameras um, the Spectra, the SX70, the original SX70 and the original 600s or the One Steps, um, they do not have a battery. They don't take a battery. The battery is actually in the film pack. So whenever you load up a new film pack, it's got a fresh battery in it. You shoot through your, with the Polaroid Originals, eight photographs. Shoot your eight pictures. You pop it out. Put a new one in. So you never have to worry about batteries or anything like that, provided that it's not going to sit around for months and months on end. Um, the Spectra itself, a little bit different as well. It's a much flatter camera, especially when it's, when it's compacted. You know, with all the Polaroid cameras like this, they all kind of folded down somewhat flattish. The 600s were never flat. The SX-70 was beautifully flat. And the, the Spectra is somewhere in between. Uh, but it's, it's a decent size, weighs a little bit over a pound. I'm going to say, just looking at it here, it's probably 6 inches by 5 inches by maybe 2.5 inches when it's flat and probably 4 inches when it's fully expanded. Kind of a delta shaped with controls on the back and your film eject and your lens and flash up on top. It's all, once you, once you close it, the lens and whatnot is all protected. Um, on the back of the Spectra, and the Spectras are pretty much, you know, they, they, they came in that, I guess they applied the Henry Ford method of design. You could get it in any color you want as long as it's, well, gray and black plastic. That's what they all are. They got this little rubberized thing around the edges that helped you grip it. Helped you grip it. Um... But yeah, there's they're nothing fancy to look at. There's nothing bright. There aren't any bright lines or flashes of chrome or anything at all like that. Pure plastic. Nothing but the best for these. Anyways, if you look at the back, this is where all the controls are. And this is where the Spectra kind of differentiates itself from the other models. You could have a certain amount of control that you didn't have with especially the One Steps and even the SX-70s. Um, if you look along the back of here, there, there are seven, six different buttons that you can push up or down. And these help you determine things. There's also on the right-hand side, there's an image counter. Um, lets you know when it's charged. When it says charging and ready, that just shows you that the flash is charged and ready. And there's also a thing in here where you could plug in this nifty remote, which I've never seen. Uh, on the back, though, starting at the left, that's where your eyepiece is that you look through. Um, it's square, and inside it, when you press the button, it will tell you how many feet away you are from the object. Um, that just sort of helps you kind of determine what to expect in terms of flash. It'll beep at you if you're too far away or something's not right in terms of the flash not being ready. You can switch this with the first button to the right of that between feet and meters. Uh, there's also a thing here where if you push this, the slider down to the bottom, there's a little musical note, and that just means that you turned all the beeping off. Some people like it beep. Some people don't like to beep. I don't care. 
Uh, next one is a timer. Yes, it's got a, it's got a self-timer. Now, what's really kind of cool about it is you can use the timer to take multiple exposures. What you do with the timer is you slide the slider down. You might have heard it beep there. It's beeping at me now, saying that it's ready. Oh, and it just took a photo. Wonderful. Well, there's a picture of my leg. <laughs> Anyways, the uh, timer then... Um, um, what it does is it'll, it'll take a picture and, uh, it'll just sit there. And then what you do is then you can, you know, if you want to just take another picture and it will multiple expose it. And, uh, I, I took one of these multiple exposures the other day. I'll put it on the Instagram site here when I get the opportunity. Um, it was bright out, so it's, it's very much overexposed, but you could do that with, uh, this camera. A lot of people don't know that. But yes, it, it will do a self-timer, and then once the timer goes off, you just press the button, and it's, it ejects the, uh, the photograph. So you can get yourself in a photograph. It has an AF button, and then what that does is it, it doesn't necessarily turn off the autofocus. The autofocus is, is pretty much going to be on, but what it does is it sets it to infinity, which means that um, it's not going to help you much if you're um, taking a picture in any other scenario other than if you're trying to take a picture from inside going through a window to outside so it won't try it won't pick up that uh, glass or anything that's in the glass like a screen so that's where that helps and then you can turn the flash on or off and then it also has a an exposure compensation mode where you can lighten it or darken it just by moving the slider up and down i think you get a idea for what's going to happen with your film when you do that and those are some items that you could do with the spectra that you really couldn't do with anything else um, again these cameras are dirt cheap um, i recently picked up two of them i paid ten dollars for the pair um, the thing that you got to worry about i don't know if worry is the right word the thing you got to check about though is if the camera itself still functions a lot of them have been sitting around for quite some time and for whatever reason they just aren't working um, that's where the expired or used up roll of film really comes in handy again it's not a roll of film it's a little plastic cartridge but it has a battery built into it so you take this battery around and when you run into one of these slide your empty cartridge in and that will power up the camera and allow you to determine some amount of functionality the thing that i've run into with a lot of the older polaroid cameras is sometimes that function to spit out the camera or excuse me spit out the film that's the part that doesn't seem to want to work as much and when that film tries to press through the rollers sometimes there's just not enough power to work it through the engine or the motor the little electric motor to do that it's getting worn down it's just aging out there's a lot of old grease and whatnot in there it's just not it's putting too much burden on the battery to, to do that um one thing you can do to test that is is take the uh dark cardboard thing that comes out when you first load a, a roll of film keep those and reload your reload an empty one with some of those put some old photographs that you've taken that maybe aren't that good like that picture i just took of my leg i could put that in into the camera and take a auto snap take a snap with it and have it spit it out if it spits it out guess what i'm good to go uh, but again you can find specter cameras for next to nothing sx70s are pretty pricey they're they're, they're very desirable 
um, fifty to hundred dollars, if not more, for them, especially ones that have been serviced and are known to be working. The six uh, hundreds or six hundred style. There's all kinds of them. You can usually find those pretty cheap, but occasionally, you know, people will ask you a little bit more for them. The Spectra, on the other hand, I mean, if you're paying ten dollars, I don't know if I would pay any more than that for one because they're just, you know, people just don't seem to want them. I would urge you to pick one up. Anyways, that's it for this camera, and I'll be back to close things out. Thanks again for tuning in. Box of cameras. It's box underscore of underscore cameras over on Instagram. You can find me, myself, and I, Matt Melcher, at Matt Melcher over on Instagram. I do also have a Flickr account. You know, Flickr recently is in the process of changing ownership. I'll be interested to see what happens with it. I've been over there for quite some time. And I pretty much upload all my, my scanned images over there on Flickr. And it's Matt Melcher. Feel free to search me out over there. If you have a question, you want to uh, get a hold of me, you can reach me through any of those. Or you can send me an email at mattmelcher at msn.com. Uh, get out there. Shoot some film. It's Polaroid week. If you have a Polaroid, take at least one photo. It's not that hard. Everybody knows how easy it is. Pull that camera out. Point it at your dog, point it at your wife, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your husband, one of your kids. It's great for snapshots of family, friends, and things like that. Get out there and take at least one picture. It's Polaroid week. Let's celebrate the fact that we can still use these cameras. Uh, I just want to say thanks again for tuning in. Have yourselves a great day, great weekend, a great week, great life. Get out there, shoot some photographs. Thanks. Bye.